Rose reference. This is episode nine. We're on nine already? Mm-hmm. Wow. If you haven't watched the other, if you haven't listened to the other eight, go do that. Yeah. Unless you've seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure before. In which case, hop right in. Yeah, you will probably understand what we're talking about. Unless you're me and you forgot who Steely Dan is. Hold on, I fainted. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. So, for this episode, we watched um, Season 2, Episode 16 to 20. Season 3? No, Part 3, Season 2. We're going to have this argument every single we episode. Are, we are going by seasons, but we, in the episodes. But we will refer so this, to them as, this is part, we're in Part 3, but it's Season 2. So why don't we just say part three? I feel like but, we've... Because that's not what the episodes go by. If people are watching along, it helps if, if we're like, oh, it's season two, these episodes. We should just call it by the title then of Stardust Crusaders. Because that would be the easiest way for people to figure this out. But they know that Stardust Crusaders is part three. Maybe not. Because if you see Stardust Crusaders, you know Stardust Crusaders. But if you say part three, you could be in this exact position that we're in. Where we don't know if we're talking about part three, season three. like. But we know we're talking about season two. Part three. See, I don't know what we're talking about at all. Then what did you take notes on? Um, I really like the bargaining tutorial at the beginning of this first episode. Yes. So um, I really just kind of wrote down a lot of the English phrases. Me too. <laughs> so we're starting on 216, The Lovers Part 1. Yes. We get a sandwich of two-parters. Yes. That's good. Yeah. They're drawing things out a lot. And I don't know if I like it. Well, uh, I have bad news. Um, we have three more seasons of this. Of Finding Dio? No. <laughs> of... I really like the, like, okay, Dio's here. Dio's a vampire. Speedwagon's here. Zapelli's here. They're gonna fight. They do fight. That's it. That's your anime. Here's another JoJo. Yeah. I like that. No, now it's... <laughs> let's fight every organism and concept... On our way in every conceivable so corner. So mad. I hate, I hate, I hate it. I hate that you told me things <laughs> that became true. I, we, we, just before recording this podcast, I was telling her the name of characters from season five. And he was wrong. And I refuse to believe that he just uses foods there, from Italy. There are a lot of food-based names in part five. Mm-mm. And some of them I didn't know about. Vinegar is not a character. Vinegar Doppio no. is one that I no. did not know I about. I refuse to believe it. And I've seen a pervy orangutan in a sailor outfit. Yeah. Whose name is nope. Centerfold. No, that wasn't Centerfold. No, that's the monkey. That was Strength. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of JoJo's. Boy, is there. That, that's really kind of become my catchphrase. There's a lot of JoJo's? There's yeah. a lot of JoJo's going on. So, the lovers part one. Apparently a fucking carriage is safe for them, because Inyaba's asleep. 
Yeah. I mean, she got choked out by the platinum suck last time. Why do you say these things? I'm just describing what happened in the previous episode. Yeah. Jotro and Star Platinum literally sucked up her stand Mm -hmm. by breathing in real deep. Yeah. Anyway, they stopped for... she choked. Yes. Anyway, they stopped for kebab. Mm -hmm. I'm living for this. Yeah. That's not kebab in my book. Kebab is chunks of meat on a skewer to Mm -hmm. me. That's shawarma is what they're having. Okay. The shaved meat. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, also 100% a stand user, this guy. We don't know that at this point. I call him as I see him, and he's drawn very detailed. <laughs> Before we find that it's out... It's not hard to tell. No. I don't under, I don't understand why uh, me taking notes at 9 in the morning is like, yes, the stand user, ha 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 ha, I've got him. I mean, literally three quarters of the planet is a stand user and works for Dio at this point. 90% of people they run into are stand users. Really? Have you seen the rest of these episodes? Okay, yeah. Not even, how many, not even people that they've run into. How people many that, conversations do they have with non-stand users? Very few. Exactly. I, like, can't even remember one. Exactly. <laughs> um, this bartering I think team, Anne is the only one. Yeah. Yeah, of, so like, far. substance. Of, yes, of substance. Um, and uh, this bartering tutorial is so good. It's really good. <laughs> it's literally just the announcer going like, if Joseph were like accustomed to the traditions here, and they go like through the motions of this bartering exchange. Yeah. Like a very, I'd say a very courteous, like. It's a very courteous bartering very, exchange. Relatively polite. The way that I was taught to barter is literally offend the other person and walk away if they do not give you your way. I mean, that's kind of what they were saying of, like, you... (laughs) No, because they went back up. Well, you create an offering so low that they would have literally no choice but to refuse. Yeah. Anyway, after the the bargaining tutorial... And Yaba starts staring at this man. Well, we get our first of many English phrases, which... I really love every time. Mm-hmm. They're stupid. They're really good. But I just love the way he said, bye-bye, thank you. Oh my God. Did Steely Dan say this? Yes. Or did Okay, yeah. Spoilers. Did... Are totally not Totally suspicious. not stand user Dan of Steel. To be fair, I think they did a better job of making this guy not a stand yeah, user. Yeah, I had a question. Yes. Of whether he was the stand user or not while I was yes. watching. It's not like I the did not ship feel captain <laughs> from like and 10 episodes ago. I did not feel that like Captain Dragon, yeah. Captain Dragon, yes. Another A-plus name. Where he's just literally standing there from the second you just get the menacing, like... Yeah. If they like do the, the, the bartering just, montage and yeah. then Yaba starts staring at him. And then he gets like the menacing... Yeah, Yaba knows know. who he is. Yeah. And she's like, no, I would never sell Dio out. And I was like, well, they were safe for a while, like until she woke up. Turns out Dio did not trust her, has brain leached her. Yeah. And Steely Dan is here to kill her so she doesn't give up any information. Did Dio ever actually brain leech her or Mm -hmm. did he just 
put a brain leech in her head. I don't remember them specifying. I think he might have just put a brain leech in her head, but she was weirdly subservient to Dio. I think he was sent by Dio to kill Eniaba yes. after she was captured. But yeah, I don't think there was originally a... Oh, okay. But Because, because it takes like 10 minutes, as we yeah. find out later. Because the sand user has the ability to not only implant the like brain leeches given by Dio. Not yeah. like the stand doesn't have that ability, but he can do that. His stand is able to shrink is like very small and goes inside people. Yeah. And so It's like a little bug. Yeah. And so when he gets hurt, we find out. Yes, that's the other power of <sighs> I I really love The it, Lovers. Hit original like the original name is Steely Dan. Yeah, but he's called Dan of Steel because of copyright. I love it so much. It's I so bad. It. I had to get up and put in a load of laundry. This is how, like, irrationally mad it made me. Yep. <laughs> Did I feel this way other points in these episodes? Yes. Did I act on that impulse? No, because it would have taken so much time for me to get through these. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so we should meant clarify, Eniaba's dead. Eniaba's dead. The brain leech, like, went through and shot a bunch of tentacles out of her face. Yeah, Joseph was holding her as she died, and he was like, tell us what Dio's stand is, and she was like, no. Fuck off. <laughs> she said that as she was dying. Yeah. No. Um, in English. In English. And flipped him off, too. Yeah. Um, but no. So, uh, she's dead now. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So, Steely Dan <laughs> is standing there. Steely Dan goes to New York killed... to publish a book that he wrote. <laughs> after having just killed Eniaba. Yeah. And he's standing there in front of all four of them. And they're just like, dude, you realize it's four on one, right? Like, this isn't going to end well for mm-hmm. you. And he's like, I'll be fine. Yeah, and he's then like, Jotaro starts beating him up. No, he's like... Hmm? He's, Steely Dan's like... You guys can't lay a finger on me. And Jotaro just immediately punches him. Yeah. Right Which in the gut. Sends him flying into a shop window. Yeah. And then sends Joseph flying back. Yes. Which is where we find, as we said earlier, the that lover's ability reflects the damage that Ste- Ste- Dan of Steel, Steel ca- receives. I, I need to call him Dan of Steel. Okay. Steely Dan receives. <laughs> um, but, like, multiplied by some yes. factor. So, like... The one hit to his ribs... Almost killed Joseph. Which, in reality, is fine. Yeah, because... Because he's this a grandpa. JoJo. Well, this yeah. is JoJo's, and mortal wounds are just kind of like paper cuts. Yes. Um, oh, while Enyaba's dying, um, <laughs> Joseph gives us one of his catchphrases. He says, oh my god! Yes. Oh my god, he's great. He has so many of like just the. <gasps> he's so good. Oh Joseph god. really shines. In, Joseph and Kakyoin really shine in these episodes. They are the stars of these episodes. And I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I love Joseph. I love Joseph. I love Kakyoin. I have forgotten how great Kakyoin yeah. is. He's, he's, he's my absolute boy. He's so good. Um, The weird fucking high school boy. Steely Dan looks like a Yu Gi Oh villain. Yes. Um, and in order to keep inflicting damage on Joseph, 
Steely Dan pays off a kid that's like sweeping the sidewalk to kick him in the shins. No, he pays him to hit him with his broom because the kid's like oh, sweeping right. the sidewalk. And it hurts Joseph in the, yes. in the shin. He's like, ah, this is, uh, guys, what's going on? And um, the, he, there is some exposition that happens and the kid kicks him in the shins. And he's like, well, did I ask? Did I ask you to hit me a second time? And yeah. like, that was just me. Yeah, that's just me. Like, did forget Dio. This guy is the fucking worst, motherfucker. It's my turn at the M and M's wall. This guy is the worst. <laughs> he beats the shit. Like he punches this kid. <laughs> yes, for hitting him again. Yeah. So this Kakuin, guy. Yeah, Kakuin, After he like is done, pretty much assaulting this kid. Yes. Um, for hitting him a second time. Yes. Um, he, Kakuin is like, Joseph, we are going to run. Well, they look at each other and they're both like, okay, we need to run. Yeah. So, so Joseph does his secret strategy of running, running away. away. He takes Kakuin and Polnareff with yes. him. Jotaro stays with Steely Dan. Yes. And Steely Dan is like looting him up. Like stealing loot from him. Of course this fucking kid of a billionaire... This billionaire air boy is wearing a tag hewer watch in the middle of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Like the fucking... No, they're still in Pakistan at this point. Yeah. Of course. Of course he's wearing a tag hewer watch. Yeah. Dan of Steel is just being a grade A douche because he knows Jotaro can't... Can't do anything. Because Jotaro suddenly really cares about his grandfather. Yeah. I mean, I think on some level Jotaro realizes that he needs his grandfather to find Dio because his grandfather knows more about stands than he does. Yeah. He's rude, but he's not that stupid. Yeah. He's not like Polnareff stupid, who would 100% beat the shit out of this guy without caring about Joseph. Anyway, Kakuin and um, Polnareff mm-hmm. know that stands are just like energy personified yeah. basically so they have joseph use hermit purple on a tv yeah to see where this like brain leech we should is. say the it's, lovers it's where a, the lovers like is. they're outside a they're TV outside store. a store they do it he does it through, through the, the glass, glass like on a bunch of tvs like. yeah so he won't break it yeah um well yeah yeah because it doesn't break at all we don't well they buy it we don't ever yeah. see it break but I mean, like, minor We can spoiler. assume it does because of how they don't bring shitty Stan's power works. But, I mean, like, Hermit Purple isn't shitty in these episodes. It's incredibly no. useful. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, so, so Joseph he, he uses shows it. them the lovers. And they're like, we'll just shrink down real small and beat them up. Yeah, because that's how Stan's work. Yeah, they're we just, just energy. just shrink them down. And it takes a lot Fucking of power, magic school apparently. bus this shit. So, yeah, they magic school bus it right down. Um, and they go into Joseph's brain. Yes. And, uh, at this point, yeah, they're like, okay, we need to slash through an artery to get to where the lovers is. And he's like, isn't this gonna hurt? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a lobotomy to me. (laughs) Joseph's gonna be senile by the time this this episode pair is over. And, like, he maybe kind of lost it in the sun. Yeah, no comment. (laughs) (laughs) He's not, like, stupid. No comment. Um, but yeah, we cut back to Jotaro, who's just... Why are you keeping secrets from me? We have so much JoJo's left to see. And... So yeah, that that ends... Um... No, well, we cut back to Jotaro, who's just 
having a fucking follower around Steely Dan. Yeah. Steely Dan makes him be a bridge. Yes, over like, like a... Over like a really fucking small moat. And when Jotaro doesn't do it immediately, he just kicks like a pole. Yeah, to, like, so to reinfor- hurt himself. Yeah. Um, to reinforce the point that he's just a shitty person. Yeah. Um, and Jotaro becomes the bridge. Steely Dan, like, steps all over him, like, grinds his heels into into Jotaro's back. I've never felt more intimidated by Jotaro. He, he is so, like, fuming Stone. with anger. Oh, my God. And then he's, like, and then they get to the other side, and Steely Dan's, like, lecturing Jotaro. Well, like, as he's walking over, he's, like, stepping on him, like, just standing on him, like, wow, you make such a good Sturdy bridge. Sturdy bridge. It's like, he steps are, on his hands. Is this sexual? Yes. If there's one thing I've learned from JoJo, the answer to that question is yes. Jotaro is 17. And? I don't want it. I don't want it. (laughs) Have you seen literally any female character in this show? The students, I understand. They are his age. The flight attendants. Could be a lot older than him. very young child. It's okay for children to have crushes. <laughs> she gets sent back to her homeland. That's true. Um, anyway, the lovers part two. There's a crowd gathering around the TV store because Joseph is screaming in pain. Because Dan of Steel asked Jotaro to scratch his back because it was itchy. Yes. And so Joseph is like, his back is now also getting scratched. And he's just like screaming in front of this store. Yeah. Looking at this TV while... And it's not like he's scratching. (laughs) It's not like Jotaro's scratching this dude's back. It's like, oh, like ease up a little bit. Don't don't, like dig your fingernails in so much. So it's like tickling Joseph's back. Yes, yes. And this crowd, I love this part so much. This crowd has formed around these three. Yes. Because Kakuin and Polnareff are standing next to him as their stands are in his brain. Yeah. And they're like, you, you gotta keep it down. Like, we need like, this. We need this. You have to. Like, and then he stops using Hermit Purple on the TV. Does he? Yeah. He, like, stops because he's, like, he can't take the yeah. back scratching. And um, Polnareff is like... Go buy the TV. We need to get out of well, here. No, I just love it because the crowd is like, "Oh yeah, throwing oh, money." I, yeah, they're like, giving you money. So bad like, for I this feel man. So bad. Like, I understand having to deal with an older parent. Like, people at that age, I understand the difficulties. Yeah, that's and then why they're with like, "This money." Okay, we need Paul to buy this like, TV and Kakuin, go buy it. And he's like, "Hey, can I have this TV?" And they're like, and he like gives it to him. Yeah. He buys the TV. They leave. They go like to the top of this tower. But no, they're on like this like Yeah, they go like, to the top the of this second, like tower. It's not like a tower, it's like the second floor of like some building or it's something. It's not the second floor. It's like Man. the rooftop. Yeah, it's like a it's rooftop. It's like a rooftop somewhere where they're secluded. But yeah, um, now they're just getting he, back to business. Yeah. Um Joseph uses Hermit Purple on TV again. They actually like get in there, they find yeah. the lovers, and uh <laughs> They find out that the lovers is like making mincemeat of Joseph's brain. Yeah, and like a tiny little portion of it. Yeah, and is feeding it to the brain leech uh, of Dio's. Yes, and it'll kill him within minutes if they don't get it to stop. Anime minutes. Anime minutes. Meanwhile, Steely Dan is getting Jotaro to steal from a store. Yeah, he's getting a him jewelry to steal store. some jewelry using his stand to like reach through the glass. Yeah, he. As soon as he gets it into his hand, and Jotaro's just, like, standing there, like, not yeah. listening to this dude. And he's yeah. like, do it or I will fucking kill myself. Well, he, he's like, 
do it or I'll break the glass. Yeah. It's like, you wouldn't want me to get beat up for stealing, would you? Yeah. Um, so he does it. Dan of Steel immediately is just like, hey, that guy's stealing. Um, so Jotaro gets beat up and Dan of, Steel, Dan of Steel. Fuck a Dan of Steel. Um, and Dan of Steel steals a Steely Dan steals a like yeah. better quote unquote yeah. uh, like necklace. Yeah, because like three beefy dudes come out from the back and beat the shit out of Jotaro. Yeah, and they're like, what? A shoplifter? And Steely Dan's like, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like a true grade A piece The guy of I came in with. The guy I came in with is fucking stealing. Um, so yeah, Jotaro gets kicked out of the store. Steely Dan steals uh, a necklace. And I think it was last episode. Jotaro was like writing down all no, of the stuff. No, it was at this point here. I think it was like right after this where like he gets beat up because he's like laughing at this point. No, it was before No, it was this. it was last episode. Yeah. Jotaro's writing down all of the stuff that Steely Dan makes him do. Yes. Steely Dan's like, what do you need that for? And he's like, oh, I just can't wait till I get to pay you back. Yeah. I'm writing down everything you owe me. Yeah. Jotaro's the Stone coolest cold fucking... Stone cold badass. Jotaro's so fucking cool. Um, And he's like writing down, like Jotaro's laughing after he gets beat up. And he's like, oh, damn, dude, you owe me so much. But like, you know, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so back to Kakyoin and Polnareff. Yes. They find out that the lovers can duplicate. They can use like, make the brain matter. Like, yeah. Jo- like Joe says brain matter to kind of make like fake Copies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because the lovers is under the sign of Gemini. Th- this It started to be very apparent that like the stands mm-hmm. uh, that people have resonate with tarot powers or tarot like yeah meanings yeah yeah i just thought that was kind of cool yeah um so the lovers is multiplying using joseph's brain matter yes and they're like at this rate you know he's not going to be able to make it like he's not going to survive he's going to (laughs) die um this is a terrible crab rave and uh they're like okay like we just need to think and find out which one's the real one yeah, because they keep, like, using, like, Emerald Splash and shit, but they're just hitting clones, and they keep reforming after they get blown apart. Yeah. And there's just more and more of them each time. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. I, I did not take notes, because I was so, like, what's going to happen to Joseph? Like, this episode. Yeah. I was like, is he actually going to die? No, not no. not now. No. Um. I I forget that I forget how they beat him. So what happens? <gasps> oh is right, yes. Kakyoin is like, "Hey, idiot! You didn't do your homework on us. Yeah, you didn't know that Hierophant can extend its body." And he like spreads Hierophant out across the floor. Mm-hmm. Wraps well, it. he has been spreading. Yeah, he has been, and he kind of like wraps it around all of the clones and uses that to figure out which one's the real. One, and then Emerald splashes that one, mm-hmm. which, like, creates a fucking hole in Dan of Steel's head. Mm-hmm. And then Jotaro knows it's time. Yes. Oh, Joseph also uses Hamon on Dio's, like, brain leeches. Couldn't he have done that from the beginning? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he could have, but I, th- I don't think he was thinking of it. <laughs> um, so... Uh, the Hamon was so smart because it, like, 
It doesn't affect him. It just affects Dio. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't affect Stans. Nope. Yeah. He um, just zaps the brain pod. Yeah. Because I, I think that he was waiting for it not to be fed anymore. Yeah, I can Because, see like, it. I don't know, probably something with, or, like, the amount of hormone he would need to send would, like, mess up his brain somehow. The way I think of it is just if he did that, then the lovers would just destroy his brain. That might have been his fear. Maybe. Like, instead of having ten minutes to work to solve the issue. Yeah. He was like, oh, well, I don't want to destroy it now. And then just have the lovers... Like, wreak havoc. Rip my shit apart. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Seely Dan gets this hole in his head. Yeah. And, he, and Jotaro knows. Well, to this point, that St- Dan Estilo just kind of like, oh, please. Like, just starts doing, like, the fucking hard begging. Like, mm-hmm. please, like, I'll lick your boots. Yeah, and I was like... Just so don't kill me. Like... Uh, and he's stalling for time yes. while because the lovers flies. The lovers escaped yeah. from the fight mm-hmm. after it got hit. Yes. And it's on its way back. Yes. So now he's just begging for time. Um, and I was at this point, I was like, motherfucker. You know that Star Platinum can catch suicide bullets. No, he does not. He didn't do his homework. He did not do his homework. I was like, do you expect... Star Platinum to let this happen. Because as the lovers gets back, it tries to go in Jotaro's ear and Star Platinum just kind of plucks it out. Catches it. Um, ends up breaking Steely Dan's arm and leg in the process. Yeah, he just like, starts crushes like, it a little bit. pinching it and like Steely Dan's body starts like breaking. Yeah. Um, he's like, I just broke an arm and a leg. It doesn't that pay me back enough or like pay back well, my no, debts enough. Jotaro's saying like, I guess that's payback enough. Do you promise to, like, never show your face around us again? He's like, yeah, I'll move to, like, a deserted island. Yeah. And, like, all this stuff. So he lets him go. Mm-hmm. He lets go of the lovers, like, throws it off. And he starts to walk away when, like, these three kids come out. Mm-hmm. And Steely Dan's like, Jotaro, you fucking idiot. Why would you believe me? Um, now, I just put the lovers in that kid's ear. So now you're going to stand stale so I can stab you in the back. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay, like you do wouldn't, it. You wouldn't beat up this kid to kill my stand, would yeah. you? I think Jotaro would, first of all. Probably. But Jotaro's like, I would. Sure, do it. Um, I don't care. Because Jotaro knows Hierophant Green has been tied around the lovers this yeah. whole time. Yeah, he... he like followed him all the way back so when steely dan goes to try and move he's paralyzed mm-hmm. and jodoro's like weren't you gonna stab me like you're gonna stab me just like this and he just takes his hand and stabs him like right in the cheek yeah with his own knife nice callback to the pen yeah yeah um and he starts yeah, i love it he starts doing the, like please don't kill me he starts begging again yeah like Dio paid me in advance i'll give you all the money you want it's like um can't give a billionaire more of what they already have in excess. He just beats Foist the shit all. out of them. Gives them the yeah. aura aura. Five of them! Five of them. Wow. <laughs> um, and then he signs his name on a piece of paper. Well, the he, piece he, of paper yeah. that he's been like keeping track of everything on. He's like, here's your receipt. Throws it into the wind. What a badass! The coolest fucking character. Oh my god. Oh my god. Jotaro's great. Yes. 
That's all I have to say. Yeah. That was such a good, like, finish to this episode. It's so cool. <laughs> um, so, 218, the sun. I also had their, JoJo, that's littering. I don't think he cares. He doesn't care. He's no. a bad boy. He's bad boy. Yes. Episode um, 18, the sun. Is it just... It's literally the sun. The sun? They I just hate it. fight the sun. That's it's the worst. That's this person's stand. Um, Joseph do be looking good in his exploration chic outfits. This is a though. really stupid episode. It's and dumb. I love it. I love it so much. Joseph looks like the Indiana Jones daddy that we all want and need in our lives. Yes. I love it so much. Uh, so we should specify, like, their plan is to ride across the desert yes. on camelback. Yeah, they get a... To uh, buy a Cessna that they can then use to fly themselves. Like, Joseph will fly it himself so that mm-hmm. there's no Stand risk user. of Stan's crashing a plane. Boy, uh, that doesn't work. But anyway... I'm uh, so fucking mad. Children ruin everything. This episode just starts off four dudes chilling in a cave, sweating it. Four dudes sitting in the cave. Right on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we don't know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Cut back to Yeah, they're just like, what do we do? Yeah. How to get to this point? Jodora uh Joseph is buying like a really fancy car mm-hmm. in a car dealership. Polnareff is hitting on some woman. You idiot, she's at work. She has to be nice to you. <laughs> hitting on this woman and Joseph just comes over and puts like what was it like a clipboard or something just right in his hair yes just flattens it how much like, how much money do you think Polnareff spends per day to maintain that do yeah it's a lot of money it's a lot of money that's a lot of hair gel like it's straight up and at least a can of hairspray yes do you think that's what that spray was later just hairspray what spray with the camels we'll get there um <laughs> But yeah, so they're driving around in this car, and they're just talking like... Yeah, they're like, why do we need a luxury car in the middle of the desert? Yes. Don't we want an off-road car? And I'm like, yeah, duh, it has AC. Polnareff, you fucking idiot. Well, yeah, but Polnareff raises the point of, like, it's not a good off-roading car. Yes. Because they're still in a town now. Yeah. Um, and, but Kakuin is like, I can't shake the feeling that we're being watched. Yes. Which, as I think about it now, really kind of blends well into the, you know, death part like episodes 19 and 20 Mm. of like the paranoia kind of stuff yeah but yeah like he gets the feeling that they're being watched Mm -hmm. and so basically they drive to this guy calculating being the only one that's like even remotely aware that they might be attacked by a stand user at this point the only intelligent intelligent beautiful creative never been done before totally unique yes (laughs) and so they get to this guy with the camel and they're like hey, we want to buy some of your camels. He's like, I don't know, man, they're not for sale. He's like, well, we'll give you this really nice car. Yeah, like, it's in mint condition. Yeah. And at this point, I was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. If the sun is a stand, his car is coming back. <laughs> no. No, you never. dumb idiot. <laughs> I mean, it's not It's not a bad assumption to make. Actually, I can't say never. I haven't read part Shut eight. Shut your mouth. I haven't read part eight. I'm not going to get into it. Um, 
But, yeah, Joseph's like, hey, I can't write a check here. Money's worthless. Yeah. I needed to buy a fancy car so for I could these camels. barter for camels and water. Now I'm going to teach you all how to ride a camel. I've Boy, seen... I loved this scene. <laughs> it's I've seen this movie. It's three hours no, long. No, he's trying to get this can. He's like, okay, first thing you got to do, because Polnareff's like, these camels are like three meters tall. How the fuck are we going to get on them? First thing you got to do, you got to get them to sit down. And he pulls he's on pulling it. on the reins. Sit, sit down. He's like using all of his body weight. Yes. All to get of this his camel muscle. To sit. And this camel's not budging. And they're like, are you sure you've ridden a camel before? And he's like, Wait, I've seen Lawrence of Arabia like three times. And I slept through two of them. <laughs> but I, I know. Guys, I got this. Eventually he does feed the camel yeah, an he's apple. Like, okay, you got to get on the camel's way of thinking. And he gives the camel an apple. And it gets it to lie down. And he's like, see? Easy. Now, like, they walk different than horses, so you gotta get used to that. The sway. And then he just completely fucking, like, like, no, not that fat. Ah!" He falls off. The the scene is so good, because, like, as he's trying to ride the camel, like, back and forth a few times, Jotaro, Kakuin, and Polnareff are, like, watching him, like, Yes. Left, Just, like, expressionless, just kind of, Left, center, Mm -hmm. and then they look down. Yeah. Cut to everybody on the camels. Joseph's covered in bandages. So good. He's like, well, I see we're finally all on our camels without any problems. <laughs> yep. Let's get going. Um, and that they do. They yep. are traveling for a while. Yep. They lose track of time. Yeah. And they're like, hey, it's kind of hot. We should but set like, up camp. Yeah, we should set up camp. And night's like, coming and we can't travel. Yeah. That Joseph looks at his watch. It's already past 8 o'clock, but the sun is still, like, completely out. Yes. And they're like, what? <laughs> what is happening? And, and then they realize. like, hey, it's 60 degrees out, yeah, Celsius. Well, yeah, he's like, the temperature just shot up 10 degrees. Yeah. 60 degrees Celsius is what? It's like, like 120 Fahrenheit, at least. No, it's like more Like 120, than that. 130. I think it's like... I, I, <laughs> I think it's like 150 or something. It's hot. Yeah. Like, I think, because I think Celsius is what? The way I remember it is times two plus 32. Is that it? I think that's about it. So it's like right around 50 degrees Celsius is like right around 120, 130 degrees. Oh, okay. And then it keeps going. So it must be like 150, 160. Yes. Sweltering. Yes. But it's a dry heat though. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, they realize that there is now a stand user in the middle of the desert yeah. that they cannot see. Yes. And they take cover uh, behind like some rocks. The poor camels die. The poor camels die. I hate all the animal vi- I hate. All, I really do hate all the animal like death. In it's like Jojo's. one of my major complaints about this show. Yeah. I feel like this season has some of the worst of it, though. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like the it's next bad episode's later. rough. Yeah. Like, really, really eh, rough. I mean, like, I still really dislike the one from... Um, season one? No. Part one? Well, yes. The, I hate all... No, the... the when they're in the cable name? car. Yeah. Yeah, that I dislike that one the most. But I feel like later seasons don't have as much yeah. animal death. It's, it's a lot to go through. Yeah. In, like, this... Because, like, 
wasn't it like two weeks ago? No, two episodes ago, like podcast episodes ago, we had the cable car thing. Something like that, yeah. Then this week, we have like the dog in two episodes yeah. and the camels. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. But yeah, so Kakuin tries to Emerald Splash the sun. And it reflects it. Well, no, it doesn't reflect it. Yeah, it it does shoots, nothing. It's like magma back. Yeah. And like hits Kakuin. Bar- like barrages them with like molten sun energy mm-hmm. like it's literally melting the rocks next to them yeah so jotaro's like i'm gonna make us some cover and he punches like a hole in the ground with star platinum star platinum and they all get in yeah which is what was alluded to at the beginning of the episode yeah um <laughs> i forget oh joseph is a. Uh... Joseph has a couple of really good yeah. phrases here. I think when the magma hits the rocks. Yeah. He gives his first. He goes, oh, oh shit. shit. And then he's trying to drink from his canteen. Yes. And magma. Magma, <laughs> magma went magma right through it in the first. Goes, Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's really good. <gasps> it really gave me life. It's really I good. I love Joseph so much. He's so good. Um, I love all of his bits. Season two's your next line is yeah. like the English. Yeah, they're all so good. Like, and at this point, I'm like, things are just bleak in these episodes. Yeah, bleak yeah. as hell. Can't they just have a filler episode where they go to a restaurant and have like a nice glass of water? I have bad news. It gets worse. Yes. Fucking shit ass. Okay. <laughs> there will be some light moments. This? Isn't like Kakuin finding a pig in a toilet? Because I didn't like that either. I thought that was creepy. There's some. There's some pretty. I, I looked ahead a little bit. Yeah. On like our next week's episodes. Yeah. There's some pretty dark stuff. <sighs> Boy. Oh yeah, because Kakuin is no, not Kakuin. Polnareff is still coming to terms with Avdol's death, isn't he? Yeah. Oh my god! There, next episode in particular, there's... Well, yeah, I, I, I watched the preview on the latest episode we watched. And, like, Polnareff was on his own a lot. Yeah. So... The biggest dumbass in the group. On his own. Left to deal with his grief by himself? Yeah. Mm, not a good combo. No. <sighs> um. So they're stuck in this fucking... Whole. Whole. They're just being cooked to death. Yeah. And they're like, like, where the fuck is this dude? He has to be nearby because the sun is like such a strong stand. Yeah, it doesn't have range. Yeah. Because, you know, the general rule is the weaker the stand, the further away it can be controlled from. But right. the stronger the stand... The closer you have to be to it to control it. Yes. Um, Which, we'll see exceptions to that, but yes, that yeah, is a general Yeah, apparently Kakuin can like do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, there's a thing... We'll see later. There's a thing of, like, autonomous stands. Okay. So stands that can, like, have essentially unlimited range, but can't really, like... Like, don't obey. They're, they have, like, simple tasks that oh. they can do. okay. Which usually involve killing, but, like... Yeah, you know, simple tasks. In simplistic ways. Okay. We'll see later on. All right. But the general rule is the stronger the stand, the closer it has to be to the user. Yeah. Um... So Joseph is like, okay, like I'll look for the stand user. Yeah, I he's guess. like, 
I need to prove that like that I like got I still this. have something like, I can do to like yeah. help the group. And um, he's looking around with his binoculars. Yeah. And then everyone starts losing it. Kakuine starts like just dying laughing. Yep. Then Polnareff. Yep. Then Jotaro. Who isn't allowed to laugh. Isn't not allowed. No, 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 no. no. It's weird. His facial structure does not allow him to laugh, and he shouldn't yeah. have laughed during this episode. It was genuinely it's creepy. Weird. It's like, the smirk is fine from, like... Yeah, because that's a cool guy thing to do. Yeah, with, like, Dan of Steel when he was doing that, but, like, the full-on laughter... The full-on laughter was so fucking it's weird. weird. He's he's too cool to laugh. Yeah. But, yeah, so there... Joseph's like, fuck. They've all lost their minds. Like, I have to do something. I'm the only sane one left. And he's, like, trying to, like, shake the, like them back to their senses. Like, guys, you have to calm down. Like, yeah. we're going to die if you go insane. And they're just like, no, it's not that. It's just, it's so stupid. We found the stand user. Like, yeah. And they, like, he, like, somebody points it out. And they're just like, look at that rock. Now look at that rock over there. Yeah, look at that rock. Isn't that just big enough for a person to hide behind? Yeah. Look at that rock. The shadow's backwards. <laughs> well, they look at it. It's like, that's the exact same rock, just reflected. Yeah. And they're and like, so, it's so dumb. Yeah. And so... Uh, Jotaro picks up like a rock and just chucks it at it. Yep. And it, it like breaks through a mirror. <laughs> and then like three seconds later, it's nighttime. The sun goes away. And it was just a fucking dumbass sitting behind a reflect... Like, a mirror with AC, like a fan. Yep. And just like a bunch of water. And Basically Joseph, all the supplies they lost. Yes. And Joseph's Aside just from like, camels. Joseph's just like, but we didn't even know his name and the fight's already over. And they were like, yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, they continue on. Yeah. That's it. Stupid fucking episode. <laughs> I really love it. Just like... Also, I don't ever think we've talked about Star Platinum's Class A himbo outfit. Yes. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's like Cars level himbo and I'm here for it. The outfits only get better. (laughs) They get way more ridiculous. Yes! (sighs) Cars has been shot into space for 50 slutty slutty years. (laughs) Eternity. (laughs) Eternity. (laughs) Um... So, Death 13. I'm mad that this is the only stand with a number. Oh, yeah. Well, the episode is just Death Part 1. No, it's Death 13. But the stand is Death 13. No, the episode is Death 13 Part 1. Is it called Death 13? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was on Verve anyway. And I think Verve gets stuff from Crunchyroll, so. Okay. But yeah, the episode starts with Kakuine in this weird, like, fucking... Dreamland. Alice in Wonderland-esque, like, just really colorful. Like, he's on a Ferris wheel. Mm -hmm. And he's like... In pajamas. I don't... Yeah, he's, like, in his pajamas, and he's like, I don't... Sir, you are displaying too much titty. Please button up. Kakuine isn't allowed to look hot. You sure about that? I am 100% sure about that. Have you seen him? He's allowed to look pretty. He is not allowed to look hot. <laughs> not allowed. Okay. No. All right. No. All right. He and Jotaro are seventeen. <laughs> but yeah, so he's he he's on like this Ferris wheel, and he's like, I don't remember how I got here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's remember, a baby crying in the background. Yeah, there's like a baby just consistently crying, like um, in the distance. There's a dog sitting next to him. Yeah. 
friendly dog. I know. Oh my god. We can just gloss over this part. I mean, yeah. like, it's important, but like, I don't want to dwell on it. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, he he he's like, I was in the desert. But yeah, and he realized like some a balloon floats towards him, mm-hmm. and it has the death card on it. Yeah. And he realizes that like it's a stand. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's a tarot it, card. It comes out of the card. Yes. And it's like this a, clown with a scythe. Yes. What he is says Lally Ho. Lally Ho! It. it says it a lot. Yeah. Um But yeah, it tries to attack Kakuine, mm-hmm. kills the pupper. Um so mad. But then Kakuine wakes up. Polnareff wakes Kakuine up. Yes. He does not wake up on his own. Yes. He he gets woken up by Polnareff. Who's and Polnareff's like, like, hey, dude, we're leaving. Hey, stop fucking shaking this goddamn bed so much. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the exorcist. We're leaving. Because, like, they're at the place where they're buying the Cessna now. Yeah. They just made it out of the desert. Fine. Yeah. Um, we should mention that they were negotiating for the Cessna the night before. Yes. But this day. Yes. Like, they haven't paid the guy or anything. Um, it was just like, yeah, it's available. You can like give me the money and yes. take it n- tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, Kakuin's like, I feel like I had a terrible dream, but I don't remember what happened. Yeah, and I don't remember what it was about. Yeah. Um, which then we cut to as they're leaving, we see the dog dead yeah. outside. Because this little kid's like, hey, my dog died. Like, who did this to my dog? Yeah. And Kakuin's like, that is weird. I remember that. Yeah, he's like, I feel like I saw a dog recently. Like, yeah, just setting it's just setting up the stands powers of you go into the dream, you don't remember it when you come out. Right. You can die in the dream though. Yeah. If you die, if you in, die in the dream, you, you die, die in real life. Real. It's Freddy Krueger ass baby. <laughs> oh well, yes. As we find, like, so they're trying. Yeah. To- so the the reason they can't buy the Cessna is yes. that um, there's a baby that needs to be taken to the hospital. Yes. And um, they're like, it like it needs a it has a fever. It needs a doctor right away. Like we need to take it'll be back tomorrow night. Yes. And it's like we can't afford to waste two whole days here. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think they've already been on the road for a month. Yeah. Joseph's like, they have hey, like 20 days left. We have somebody's life on the line too. We can't afford to waste any time. Right. We need this plane now. So somebody's like, well, why don't you take the baby to a hospital? No, <laughs> no, it's not your problem to solve Joseph. Stop tapping into your paternal instincts. I mean, they need the plane. The guy's not going to sell it to him. Otherwise drop the baby. Alternative cut. They just throw the baby out the window. Short, a five-minute episode. Yeah. It would not be two parts. Joseph would finally not crash a plane. Um, but yeah, so as we find out, the ba- this is a demon baby. Yes. It's the stand user. I hate it. It's so, 11 months old. Yes. It's 11 months old. It's a genius baby, though. Yeah. As it proclaims in the dream. Yep. Um, yeah, so they're taking this baby on the plane. Um, Kakuin and Polnareff fall asleep mm-hmm. on the plane. They both wake up in the dream. Mm-hmm. Kakuin's like, fuck, I remember this. This is like a stand. Because he's back in the dream. Yeah, he's yeah. back in. He remembers now. And he's like, fuck, this is a stand. Yeah. Like, we're in a dream. Mm-hmm. Polnareff's like, oh, we're in a dream. That's fine then. Okay. But, you, like, yeah, as long as it's a dream, you can control what you what you want it to be. Yeah, as long as you know scary. what's going on. Yeah. And he's like, no, you idiot. We're having the same dream. <laughs> and Polnareff's like, huh. We saw that dead dog earlier. I guess that is weird. This is a stand. Yeah, it's also in the Ferris wheel car yes. with them. 
unfortunate. And they're just like, and Polnareff just doesn't fucking get it until the baby, like, Death 13 comes. Shows up. Produces a fucking megaphone through the dog. And it's just like, you're a dumbass, Polnareff. I hate it. You're an idiot. Yeah. And, yeah, he's just like, he starts fucking with both of them. Mm-hmm. They can't summon their stands in because the escape. Because Death 13 has control over the, the subconscious. Yes. And as we find out, if you haven't summoned your stand already, yes. you can't bring it into the dream with you. Yes. Because... It's like spiritual energy and he he controls like the spiritual energy Yeah, there. once you're in the dream. Yeah. He like cuts off the dream world from the real world. Yes. And that's how and that's why if you die in that dream, you die in real life. Yeah. Um So he's about to kill Polnareff, mm-hmm. who gets woken up at the last second. The literal last yes, second. Yes, like he is about to be have his head cut off by yeah. the scythe. And Joseph is just, like, throwing paper at Polnareff. And he's like, hey, idiot, wake up. The baby pooped itself. <laughs> yeah. Change its diaper. Immediately. And Polnareff's just like, okay. Because, again, he doesn't remember what just happened. Yeah. He's like, I feel like I had an awful dream. You know. So, and Kakyoin is still asleep. We get to see baby penis, which I'm not. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <sighs> baby made a poopy. It's just one streak. Yep. Um, yeah, so he's changing the diaper, all that stuff. Yep. Meanwhile, Kakuine is still, like, in the dream. About to die. And he starts, like, freaking out. He's thrashing. Like, his body's, like, thrashing around, and he kicks Joseph in the face, which causes Joseph to lose control of the plane, and mm-hmm. it starts, like, just diving straight down. Yes. And he can't regain control. So... The baby is just like, hey, dumbass, you need to stop moving. You're going to kill my user. At which point, Kakuin finds out that it's the baby. And he, like, he ties, he, like, puts Kakuin into the metal in the thing to, like, stop him in the dream from moving, which stops him in real life from moving. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Okay, well, I'll just crush your heart so they think you died of a heart attack. Yes. Kakuin... Kakuin starts cutting himself. To try and wake himself up. But he's like, hey, dumbass, you can't wake yourself up. Because I have control over your energy. I control this dream world. Yeah. Um, Um, How does he wake up? Because he does wake up. Yes. I think they just wake him up. Or does he wake up from like... Does Polnareff wake him up? I think Polnareff does wake him up. He's like, hey, stop, like, yeah. moving around because he's still, like, kind of kicking at yeah. this point. Joseph uses Hermit Purple to, like, regain control of the plane. Not useless. Not useless. Life-saving, in fact. I mean, his flying skills are still useless because he crashes into a couple of he palm trees. He has survived four plane crashes. He's crashed three of them. He is incredibly lucky. Yes. And I would love to fly with Joseph Joestar. No, you would not. I would survive. I'd rather just be in a plane that doesn't crash. <laughs> if I had to pick. Between those two. Between dying in a plane crash and crashing but surviving with Joseph on board. Yeah. I'd pick the second one. Yes. That is the second best of three options. <laughs> um, Jotaro does make a comment about this in the in the sun. 
Yes, in the last episode, he's he like, does. Why would I want to fly with someone who's crashed three planes? It's like, ah. Uh... Joseph has nothing to say. He just gives him a look of like, you little bastard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I know uh... you're right, but you little bastard. <laughs> uh, So they crash. Yes. I mean, they run into trees. They run into palm trees and they crash. Um, They start making camp. Yep. And they're set up. Joseph is like tending to this baby, mm-hmm. uh, because like I has I have forgotten that he has had children. Yeah, at least one. Yeah, I think it's just the one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he is a father. Yeah. And a grandfather. And knows how to take care of children. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does. Yeah. Like he knows I mean, when the yeah. baby needs changing. He knows what to feed the baby. Like yeah, that's true. So that it doesn't get poisoned. Um, he he is like cooking up baby food. This is, is this in the second episode. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Kakuin has carved. They like make camp for the night. Yeah. Joseph's making a fire. Jotaro and Polnareff yeah, are off doing something. Kakuin is like, huh? That's weird. My hand is bleeding. Yeah. And he was cut from the first dream. Yes. Before Polnareff woke him up. And he's like, that's weird. And he pulls up his sleeve and it says, stand or baby stand. Yes. <sighs> Thank you for coming out to my new concert. My band, baby stand. It's a ska band. Yep. Um, and he's like, fuck. What, what does, does that this mean? mean? And it's like, what the fuck do you think it means? And he like starts like being weird around the baby. Yeah. Um, well, he's suspicious of like, what does baby stand mean? Is the stand a is the baby a stand user? Like Right. And then he... The baby's, like, staring at him, and it's like, oh, shit, he's found me out. Yeah, the baby's concerned um, that he's... Because he sees that, like, he wrote it, and he's like, ah, fuck, I heard that these guys were clever. Yeah. And is it is it in this episode? Oh, no, it is the next episode. Yeah, but this episode, the baby is looking at Kakuin. Yeah. Kakuin looks up at the baby, and the baby, like, consciously looks away. Yeah. And so he's like, it is... Yeah, he's he is like, the stand user. Yeah, this baby's weird. Like, I don't trust this baby. Yeah. Which, yeah, we kind of end part one, go into part two. Yeah, with everyone being, like, Kakuin takes the baby and he's, like, you know, holding it and whatever. Well, yeah. Like, kind of roughhousing it. It's a lot of stuff of, like, Joseph is making baby food out of, mm-hmm. like, bananas. Apparently, it's really fucking good because Polnareff just wants to eat it all. And this baby's just like, hey, damn shit, stop eating my food. I want it. Yeah. Um... Um, no, Kakuin does start roughhousing the baby in in part oh, yeah, one yeah. because everyone's like, is he like, sh- is he like fit to come on this trip? And yeah, then he Polnareff, like grabs the baby like b- by the leg. Or no, something. he grabs it by like the shirt. Oh, okay. And Joseph's like, hey, don't grab it like that. You could like hurt it. Like not anything out of control, but just, yeah, but like, like not how you hold a baby. Yeah, like just enough to be weird. Yeah, and. It's it opens episode. the next episode where Polnareff is like, should Kakuin be on this, like, journey? Yeah, they're kind of, like, a like, little concerned about, like, Kakuin just seems, like, really burnt out. Polnareff is not the one who should be concerned about endangering the stand band. His actions literally led to the death of Joseph's friend. Yes. Polnareff Big dumbass can move. fuck off. <laughs> Stop talking about my student, boy. Yeah. This is not your place. Maybe you shouldn't be in the stand band because we actually lost someone because of you. At least Kakuin is putting in the work 
to be smart. Yeah. I'm done yelling. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this baby realizes there's a scorpion in its basket. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And the scorpion like comes at him, but he the baby uses a pin. His diaper pin. His diaper pin to like impale the scorpion and kill it, mm-hmm. which Kakuin sees. Yeah. And, and this like, is right before Joseph is going to feed the baby. Yes. Um, and he's like, fuck, that baby... That baby just killed a scorpion. Knows what a scorpion is. First of all. And knew how to kill a scorpion. Second of all. That baby's a stand user. Like, In conclusion. That, that baby's <laughs> definitely a stand user. Yeah. And I think if anyone else would have seen... I think if before he like went up to the baby and, and, and like held it, I think if he went up to like maybe Jotaro or Joseph and been like, listen... I wouldn't do this to myself when I'm awake. Yeah. This is the baby's the I would have gone user. to Polnareff and be like, Polnareff, you remember having like a bad dream yeah. that you don't remember? I had the same dream. This baby's a stand user. We can't go to sleep. Yeah, and I but did this inst- in the dream after you woke up. Instead, he's like, Hey, like we <laughs> He's just like, That baby's a stand user. I need to kill it. Look. <laughs> here's the proof. I yeah, can prove like, it. And he shows sound his arm. Crazy. He shows his arm where he just carved baby stand into his own arm. And they're just like, did you fucking just do that to yourself, you psycho? Yeah, they they react in, like, the worst way. I think it's all about... No, they react in a very appropriate way. Worst way for the situation that we know. Yes. Best way for the situation that they know. Yes. They're in the desert with someone who's gone manic at this point. Yes. And they don't... And, like, they have a baby who supposedly has a fever that they need to take care of. Yes. So I don't, I understand them for like wanting to, you know, to like make it past all of this, but that baby's the stand user. Yes. Yeah. Maybe if you listened to the only smart person. Kakuin just did the worst possible job of explaining that he is sane and right. Yeah. Um, um, so they knock Kakuin out. Yeah. He tries to like attack the baby, mm-hmm. but Polnareff knocks him out. Yes. And the baby's like, haha, I fucking win now. Like, this is an easy victory. Mm-hmm. Kakuin, like, the only one of you that knew about me. Yeah. You, like, you turned on him. Kakuin gets knocked out. The Everybody rest of them goes like, to bed. They, they go to sleep. Yeah. Everybody wakes up in the dream. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whoa, what is this? And Polnareff, then Polnareff remembers. Yeah. He's um, like, fuck, this is a stand attack. Yeah, like, Kakuin must be We're in be a here. dream. Joseph does the exact same thing of like, oh, it's a dream. We're fine then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, Everybody's like... We should go find Polnareff. Well, everybody's like, shit starts getting real weird. Polnareff's hair reaches its final form. We should form. go find Kakuin. I no, hate getting them confused. Polnareff's hair, like, reaches its final form and it just, like, grows, like, six <laughs> grows, feet tall. It grows tall and they're like, dude, what's what's up with your yeah. hair? And he's like... And then it, like, starts tying him to, like, candy cane poles. Yeah, it ties himself to a pole. Joseph's, or, uh, Jodoro's chain, like, ties himself down. Yep. And then Joseph's mechanical arm gets heavy. His hand, So he can't move. Yeah, his hand gets real big. Um, Um, And they try, and Polnareff's like, we can't summon our stands. Yeah. Death 13 shows up and he's like, haha, you fucking idiots. I'm here to kill you now. Yeah. Like, you're in my world. You can't summon your stand unless you summoned it before you passed out. You know, exactly like Kakuin did. Mm-hmm. Just by you... sheer chance. Well, 
I think he well, like it was knew? it was sheer chance. No, he knew that if you summoned your stand before you yeah. went into the dream, you'd still have it. Like he figured he it out. He didn't know that Polnareff was going to knock him out, and therefore by sheer chance he brought his stand into also, the dream. So can we talk for a second? You know how they like do that color shading, like mm-hmm. color shifting thing? Yeah. Who the fuck gave Kakuin the right to look that fucking good with the white hair and like the oh eyes? Oh my god, though. Yes. He looks so fucking he looks good. looks so good. Kakuin just looks great in these episodes. He's just sitting there, just like, sup, idiot. I brought my stand. You Let's should do have this. fucking listened to me. Um, he grabs yeah. on to Death 13, mm-hmm. who. Like, he grabs onto his back, and Death-13 now can't hit him with his scythe, because, like, he's in his blind spot. Yeah. I just... I really can't believe that they all turned on Kakuin that fast. I mean, I can. I cannot. Because he's been consistently saving everyone's ass for 15 episodes. Yeah. Have some fucking respect. I mean, there was already that thing again of, like, you know... Kakuin is working for Dio. Like, even though he that was, was sun tanning in his school true. uniform, he has done nothing like so after being stupid. saved other than be weird sometimes mm-hmm. and smart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <sighs> Death then, 13 is like. It, well, Kakuin's going easy, like, choking Death 13, because it's still just a baby. Before, before he starts choking out Death 13, um, he says, Now it's time for your punishment, baby. And out of context, that is an unbelievably horny line. Yeah. It's like I said. Unbelievably. The, the answer to, is that JoJo's reference sexual? Yes. Always. You'll see in later, at, there's some... <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so the baby's like, ha, this like mercy that you're showing me is going to be your downfall. Right. He uses like the clouds in the sky to Mm -hmm. form a hand, Mm -hmm. which takes the scythe Mm -hmm. and cuts both Kakuin and Death 13 in half. Mm -hmm. But as but we it just find out, cuts Death Thirteen's robe off. Yeah. Death 13 is just just like like the shoulders, the arms, head and the scythe. Yes. It just has control over everything else. Yeah, and it's just wearing, like, a big, long robe. Mm-hmm. And Kakuin's like, oh, fuck, I've been cut in half. And then he, ha like, ha. falls down into the... Just kidding. It's really good how he plays it, because yeah. everyone's like, oh, no! And he's, like, falling down into the teacup ride, and he's like, yeah. just kidding. Yeah. And he pops back up, and he's yeah. like, I'm actually fine. He had, like, wrapped Hierophant Green around, uh, like, around up into... Mm-hmm. Death 13, and he got, like, inside Death 13, like, went in through his ear and yep. just real nasty. Yes, gross. Uh, boy, you know, I'm reading some fucking body horror manga, and why should I when I have fucking JoJo's? There's <laughs> so much body horror! Specifically part two. Yeah! There was a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's now, like... So, like, either break that baby's neck, which I would've, and clearly you can see my views on babies... Yep. In these episodes. Children, small things. I don't have very strong maternal instincts. We've figured out. Sorry. The millions listening at home. All girls know today is be bisexual, eat hot chip, and lie. In that order? In that order. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they all wake up because... <laughs> Kakuin is now like controlling 
the baby. Yes. And it just like puts the scythe up to its neck. And he's like, hey, heal my arm. Then let us all wake up. And the baby does that. Mm -hmm. They're all fine in the morning. Like they wake up. They still don't remember. Yeah. And Polnareff's like, Kakuin, are you doing okay? Like last night you were going off. Like you carved baby stand into your arm. Mm -hmm. And he looks and it's not there. And he's like, what? What happened? Like, am I crazy now? Yeah. Because Kakuin goes over and he's like being nice to the baby. Yeah. But he's just like, they don't remember. I do. If you do anything else, I'm going to punish you. And he takes some of the baby's poop and puts it in the food. Mm-hmm. Stirs it up. Stirs it up. Makes it sure it's nice and incorporated. Which, and, and then, then perfect timing. Gives Joseph. it to Joseph. Well, no, Joseph comes over and he's like, Dad oh, instincts kick in at just baby, the right you time. you must be hungry. Time for your meal. I had forgotten about this part and I was genuinely concerned that like Polnareff was going to come over and go Me too! Me too! Hey, that's not like, you got to show the baby that you like the food. Um, Like it just, take a nice big chunk of poop. Kakuin would have been the one feeding the baby in that instance and he would have let Polnareff eat shit. Yes. (laughs) Revenge for knocking him out. Yep. But yeah, so... And that, that's where the episode ends. Well, it ends with like... Oh, no, it ends Polnareff with... tickles him. Yeah. Gets him to, to eat laugh. the poop. Gets food. him to laugh, and then Joseph, like, shoves a spoon into the baby's mouth. Yes. Um, And then the baby's just, like, fucking weeping because it ate poop. I just like how the past two episodes have both ended with, like, the ba-dum-ts. Yeah. Um, and then they... They make it out of, like, the desert desert, I feel like. Yes, they're on a ship. They've handed off the baby to someone else, like, to a hospital or whatever. Oh, yes, yes. We find out that the people in the village were like, oh, those people were weird. Like, they really needed the plane that bad, huh? And the woman who handed them the baby is just like, whose baby was that? Oh, yeah, this is, like, the beginning of the episode. Oh, right. Yeah. She was like, I wonder whose baby that was. And everybody else was like, what? We thought it was yours. She's like, no, I just had this weird feeling that it needed to be on that plane. (laughs) It was really funny. Um, And then... half-assed excuses for... End of the episode, they're on a boat. They're driving... Driving? Yes. They're driving go- the boat. Driving driving the boat. They're D- Joseph is piloting them in the wrong direction. Yeah, they're like Also, Joseph knows how to ride a plane like pilot a plane, yeah. drive a boat, yeah. and probably like, I don't know, repair a motor scooter, but he doesn't know how to drive a car? He was driving earlier. Was he? Oh yeah, yeah he was. He was. Yeah. No, Polnareff was driving earlier. No, Joseph was because he didn't he look back at No, it was they have steering wheels on the wrong side, quote unquote. So Joseph was in the quote-unquote driver's seat, but Polnareff was in the quote-unquote passenger seat with the steering wheel. Okay. It's like a British No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... (laughs) I'm not paying attention to the minor details. Because I was like, is Joseph driving? And then I was like, no, he still doesn't fucking know how to drive. Because in the dealership also, he was like, hey, Polnareff, here's the keys. We need you to drive. But yeah, we get a little cliffhanger at the end for Um, just... Joseph's like, we got to make a detour first. We gotta, Who does Joseph know? We got to go to this island. There's somebody very important for our mission against Dio on this island. Who does he know? Somebody very important. Is Avdol coming back? Somebody very important against Dio. He knows a lot of people. Jonathan? 
He runs a... He's a part of like a... Is it another Zapelli? All I will say is that there is somebody very important on that Stop island. Stop right now. You can... No. No. Joseph no. is a part... Joseph is a part of the Speedwagon Foundation. They know a lot of people. Is it another Speedwagon? We'll just have to wait until next week. This is my favorite part of this podcast. <laughs> just me being frustrated and you yes. being right? Yes. Me, me just being able to say things and you not being able to discern what's who, true. Who are we going to meet? Are we going to meet Avdol again? Avdol's kid? Zapelli? Speedwagon's sister? I don't know. Dio's brother? Who can say? Stop! <laughs> I... I have to hold this plate. Okay. <laughs> right now I have to hold it. And Dio didn't have siblings. Who can say? Stop it. <laughs> anyway, before I'm you white knuckling this plate. Before you break my plate, we're also going to get into part two of part three. With the last episode of next week's viewings, we will be into Stardust Crusaders Battle in Egypt. We will meet new characters. There will be dark shit. There will be one of my favorite little bits in this show. Who are we going to meet on this Somebody island? Somebody very important. Are we going to meet Polnareff's grief? Did Polnareff fuck? Did he have a kid? Are, you Are we going me? to meet this like six-year-old child that's like Polnareff's kid and has a stand and is better than its dad? Golden Chariot. No. If I've bothered you as much as I've bothered you this episode, tune in next week to find out who's on the island. I'm, I'm stewing in disbelief. Yeah. Anyway, if you also want to be just as frustrated with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as I am, um, tune in in two weeks for episodes, hold on, uh, for episodes 21 to 25 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes. Um, hopefully I'll be less mad. No. Get back, JoJo! What bullshit is going to happen? Boy, that should really be the slogan for this show. <laughs>